Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. So, have you guys ever felt stuck? Like, maybe you're like one of those guys and you don't even know what to do next. Have you guys felt like that before? You just didn't know what to do? Yeah. So, I have two. Um, I don't know what you guys call it in your schools, but in my day, it was just called English class. That's one where you, like, learn about English and writing papers and that kind of stuff. Do you guys call it English? Contemporary arts? Okay, cool. Calm arts? Okay, well, we called it English. And in English class, I felt stuck a lot. Our teacher would ask us to write a paper, and she would say, you can write on anything you want. Anything. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That is a lot of things. There's so many innies out there. You can write on anything you want. So I was like, what do I do? Well, you start at the beginning, right? So I would try to start at the beginning, try to figure out what am I going to write this paper on. So I'd grab, you know, my piece of paper and my pencil, and I would start maybe the first sentence. And it would say something like, an angry caterpillar with no legs. And I'd be like, that's stupid. That's just a snake. If a caterpillar doesn't have legs, it's just a snake, right? So that's stupid. So I'd scratch that, throw it out. Uh, Maybe I would write, the boy who lived on a roof. That's stupid. That's not even possible. You can't even live on a roof. Okay. Or maybe the purpley monster who liked purple things. That's way too much purple. That's way too much purple. That'd be a horrible story. So I felt stuck. Okay, I didn't know what I wanted to write on, anything, that's too many things. It wasn't until my teacher came along, just like many of your teachers come along, and was like, hey, slow down, focus, you can do this, and help give me some direction, and then I wrote like the best paper ever in my life. You guys ever had that feeling before, when you finally get unstuck, someone helps you? Yes. So, I felt so good when I finally got unstuck. Well, the first couple weeks of the semester, you guys remember we we talked about getting stuck on the couch. You guys remember the couch up here? We talked about about getting stuck on the couch, and we went from being what? A couch potato to a gym member. Who got us off the couch? Who got us off the couch? Jesus did. Jesus died for our sins, and he got rid of the, you know, remember the couch full of sins that we were sitting on that we like, and we like how comfortable it is? Jesus took care of that, right? Yes. Shake your head, yes. Yeah. So we are no longer stuck on the couch because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Well, there are some guys in the Bible who were also stuck. They didn't know what to do next. And they were 12 guys. You guys may know them as the 12 disciples. And they were just ordinary guys who had a variety of different jobs. Some were fishermen, tax collectors. There was a politician, um, some tradesmen, a whole bunch of different things come from different walks of life. They probably knew who God was, and they probably even went to their version of a church, right? They were a gym member. They were a churchgoer, okay? But they didn't know what was next until, once again, someone got them unstuck. Jesus came along, and Jesus called them out of whatever they were doing, whether it was being a fisherman or being a tax collector or being a politician, he was like, no, hey, I got something way better than that. I'm going to get you unstuck out of your, the life you're in, and you're going to become one of my disciples. 
You're going to become one of my disciples. That's pretty cool. They're getting unstuck big time, okay? And I think they're very much just like us. Sometimes we get stuck as a gym member. We get stuck just doing the same old thing, right? But the last couple of weeks, what have we been talking about? Who helps you get out of just being a churchgoer? We, we have Jesus, but Jesus uses a couple other people to help that. Two weeks ago, we talked about following people who follow Christ, right? We talked about following people who follow Christ. And then last week, we talked about who else? We need someone else in our lives. We need our homies, right? We need our squad, okay? We need other people to help us follow Jesus so that we can stop, go from being just a gym member to being a kingdom worker, Because guess what, guys? When Jesus gets you off that couch, when Jesus gets you off that couch, you become a new person. A new person that is living a life for him and not for yourself. So you will stop just believing in God. I mean, sorry, you will continue believing in God. You will not only believe in God, you will also just start do work for the kingdom. You will start to do work for the kingdom. You will start to love other people. You will start, or you will stop being selfish. You will start to care for your family, your siblings, your brothers, your sisters. You will start to encourage. You will start to respect. Your life will change. And you will go from just a gym member, a church attender, to an athlete, a kingdom worker. And it is because of the people that are surrounding you and also leading you. But your life will change if you allow Jesus to change it. So there on your card, um, there's a place where you can write. Um, and I want you guys to write this. Is Jesus, is Jesus changing the way you live? Is Jesus changing the way you live? So kind of fill that blank out. Fill that blank out there. Is Jesus changing the way you live? Are you allowing him to change your life? And if you're not, I think I may know why. I think we're stuck. I think we're stuck in just being a gym member. And we're not allowing Jesus and the people around us to turn us into something greater. Turn us into the athlete that God, that God wants you to be. Turn you into the athlete that God wants you to be, the kingdom worker. And you know how that is done? It's done in two ways. We talked about it the last two weeks. And I have some, maybe some fun thing for you to do here. On your card, I'm going to give you two examples of how that's done. Real quick, just two examples of how that's done. And I'm going to use two pieces of scripture so that we can um, see what the Bible tells us, how we can go from just a gym member to a kingdom worker, and how we can really get this discipleship process going, okay? The first is this, is we need someone, we need someone that we can follow. We need to follow someone who is following Christ. And Paul, we talked about Paul all last semester, sixth graders, you probably remember that. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, I'll read it up here for you. He says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. And that is what your leaders, the people around you, your parents are trying to do. They want you to follow them as they follow Christ. They they want you guys 
to know Jesus because they know Jesus. They want your life to change because their life was changed. They want you to see Jesus the way that they see Jesus. And that's huge. And it will help you answer the question, is Jesus changing the way you live? Is Jesus changing the way you live? The next is this. Um, in, in the book of Proverbs, um, in 27, it says this. Iron, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So I don't know if you've ever seen someone sharpening a knife. But, yeah, you guys seen it? Okay, cool. So sharpening a knife, right? And the only way you can sharpen a knife is by using the same material that the knife was made out of, iron, right? So you can, you can sharpen it by using iron. And just like iron sharpens iron... You guys, the people sitting right next to you, sharpens you guys, makes you better, helps change the way you live. And it goes right back to what we talked about last week. Right back to what we talked about last week is that we need a team. We need a team that is surrounding us and pointing us to Jesus. And we need those leaders that are helping you guys follow Jesus as well. Follow their example as they follow Christ. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Guys, we need, our, we need each other. And Jesus knew that. That's why Jesus called 12 guys together and not just one. He wanted 12 guys together so that they could sharpen each other. And Jesus wanted to be the example for them. So that their lives would look different. And so that they could be the athlete, the kingdom worker, that God was calling them to be. So, you guys need to answer the question, is Jesus changing the way you live? So during this next song, there's a couple of things that you can do. It is a time that we get to remember what Jesus did for us on the cross. And so if you have confessed your life for him and you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and and you've given yourself in baptism to his name, There's communion around the room that you guys can take during the song, dipping the bread into the juice. If you don't know if you've made that decision yet, take some time, take some time and pray to God. Or maybe grab one of the adult leaders and take them them outside or back to the back of the room and talk to them about what it looks like to follow Jesus. It's up to you. Jesus wants to get you unstuck and off the couch. He wants you to be more than just a church attender or a gym member. He wants you to be a kingdom worker. And guess what? Everyone else in here wants you to be a kingdom worker too. That's what discipleship is all about. Because we are better together. We are better together. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Um, We just love you so much. And uh, very thankful that these students are here tonight. Um, that they get to hear your word and that they get to learn that we need each other uh, to become closer to you. Help us to um, listen to you, follow the example of our leaders so that we can be a better example for you. And Lord, help us to help other people become kingdom workers as well. We love you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.